got a big old dong. And I know how to shake that rumpable. I have yeah. a lot of menti bees. <laughs> Very close. I mean, and what best friend doesn't kiss their best friend right. and take showers with them sometimes, all right? Or flick their nipple. <laughs> <laughs> and going back into me being a freak, Anyways, I always got naked. Yeah. Um, and I would get drunk. This <laughs> well, hello. Welcome back to Mom Sense Unleashed. Welcome to our third podcast. Um, today, we're going to jump into a couple stories, but first, we did want to. Um, ask you guys how your Halloween went. Also, maybe kind of go into how ours went a little bit too. Mm -hmm. um, but anyways, welcome back to our podcast. Yeah, sorry we uh, didn't get another one out on Friday with our families and everything and the holidays. Uh, we just kind of had to skip a day. We had a lot of things go on that we needed to, you know, put in order before the podcast, but we plan on continuing to get them out every Friday like we originally had. I'm sure there will be some hiccups like to, you know, this podcast, but mm -hmm. we will have one out this coming Friday. Yep, so two in one week, guys. Woohoo! Mm. So how was your uh, Halloween with the girls, Felicia? It was really good. Um, we actually went down to a really hype spot that a lot of people don't always know about but there's a shit ton of kids mm -hmm. and a lot of them were rude as fuck mm. um didn't say excuse me which you know me anyways see i love uh, our kids but honestly no offense everybody i don't really i hate other people's, other people's kids, kids. That, i've always no said that to everybody i love my kids i love my friends kids but i hate other people's kids well, sometimes i don't even like my kids yeah. but i always love them <laughs> of course exactly but how was yours? What did you do? Uh, so it was Jensen's first Halloween. He looked like a teddy bear. Mm. Um, we went out with a, one of my close girlfriends and her son and kind of went around. Um, not a really hype spot or anything, but just uh, it was like townhouses. So it was like back to back, door to door to door, which was super nice. Um, I have a little bit of a funny story, actually. I went to take Jensen up to a little old lady's house, and I was like, oh, don't you growl at me, because he was, like, growling and, like, making noise on my shoulder, and she started freaking out. was like, no, no, no. And then she got, we got closer to her, and she was like, oh, my God, I thought you had a dog, and it, it's just a baby. And I'm like, yeah, I'm bringing my dog in a bear costume trick-or-treating, you know, right. like, are you, like, afraid of dogs or something? It was super weird, but uh, being his first Halloween, um... I get all the candy, which right. I love candy, but lately Mine's I'm always... so into it. I have a whole bag of candy. I've eaten like maybe two pieces. My rule every year is I get taxed because you guys don't pay rent. So yep, yep. I bought your costumes. I bought your bag. Yep. Mom is going to is not buy tax. candy and take. Well, yours. and I also tell him I got to check for poison. It's mm -hmm. always been a thing that Dad's always said since we were little. Yeah. So it's I've my never go -to. understood that. I've never known anyone personally to get like candy that has like razor blades or like right right meth in it or something or just handing out ecstasy like it's no big yeah, deal you like, see those posts on facebook yeah, like we said never last, got that last podcast like nobody wants to not make money off their drugs yeah it's kind of stupid i don't Literally. understand it i would i wouldn't be giving my drugs away for free i've got a lot of free drugs in my life but those people were clearly not doing their business right right uh, that's so fucking great. This podcast, though, uh, is mostly going to be about us becoming moms and mm, our journey yeah. into motherhood and watching each other be parents and, again, aunties to each other's little ones. Yeah. But uh, we've got yeah. some birth stories and that kind of stuff. You want to go into yours? You want me to go into mine? I can go into mine first. Uh, mine wasn't, like I said, 
before and have always said to not as traumatic or crazy or anything um how old were you when you got pregnant with your oldest my oldest I actually got pregnant at 17 years old and well let's just start it from the beginning got pregnant at 17 years old thought I was head over the hills thought I was gonna marry the person I was gonna be with that ended up not being such a great lifestyle but anyways um we ended up having Serenity at 18 on my 18th birthday Mind you, we were supposed to have her on the 22nd of January, but they pushed me out for exactly on my birthday. She was cozy in there. Yeah, (laughs) and I was actually quite irritated because I was like, dude, this is my day? The Mm -hmm. one day I can fucking get? Yeah. But it ended up turning into a blessing in disguise. Um, well, I ended up backstory. Don't you have a great grandpa that has the same yes. birthday as you guys too? Yeah. And we have another family member. I don't remember who oh, it is, but lucky um, number twenty nine. Yeah, but we ended up get or I ended up getting induced. Um, I was there for both of her births. By yeah. the way, let me throw that one in there. I definitely was not prepared for it, obviously being seventeen years old. But you um, did great. No, I was ready. I never watched any. Um, home videos, or not home videos, the uh, birthing, videos. birthing videos. I never did that oh. because I just never wanted to, for one. Yeah. I I wasn't about the whole let me see everything happening. And when I was when, no, I'll, I'll go in there. I'll go to that story. <laughs> no, uh, Felicia did not want me to look down no. there, but, uh, um, but I watched it all. I didn't want to see anything. Um, they got me all hooked up to everything. Gave me my epidural eventually. Well, and actually backtracked a little bit. When I went in there, my midwife instantly was like, you're already having contractions. Mm-hmm. We don't even need to get anything going. She's know. like, how are you not feeling these? And I was just like, no, fucking She's no. a boss ass bitch. Um, but she's like, honestly, I don't even think you need an epidural. And I was like, <laughs> you're funny. You're yeah, giving me that, me that fucking shit. epidural. Um, and so we went a little bit longer of waiting. Um, they finally gave me Pitocin, which spiked those contractions up. Which, let me tell you, if you're having a natural labor, I think that the contractions... I don't know because I've never done it, but from when I was doing it naturally and didn't feel jack shit to feeling them when I was on Pitocin. Oh, Pitocin I wanted contractions to are worse. Punch, I've heard it from everyone. Yeah, I See. wanted to punch somebody so yeah. badly during that time. I didn't get Pitocin time. until I already had my epidural, yeah. so it didn't really get worse or better with mine, I would say. Yeah, it was <laughs> the worst pain, but it was manageable in my eyes, you know. The most really... I remember being in the hot tub thing that they brought me to, and I, like, buckled over at it because it hurt so bad. But then after that, they instantly gave me my epidural, and then I went limp from literally underneath my boobs down. And I didn't feel jack shit. And then they made me take a nap. And all of a sudden, I felt my water break, and I tried waking up Jasmine and my daughter's um, dad and I'm, like, yelling. I'm, like, Jasmine, Jasmine. Or, no, first I was yelling at the dad, trying to get him up just because I wasn't sure what was going on yet. Mm-hmm. And then Jasmine heard me, and I was, like, wake him up, please, because I'm about to murder him, mm-hmm. and I can't move. You've got to help me here. Uh, and, well, thereafter I pushed out a uh, eight-pound, one-ounce baby. In, that, like, what, five minutes? Yeah. Yeah, just easy-peasy, lemon-squeezy on just you. Yeah, except, okay, 
I will add to this story. It was Felicia's sister. Oh, and yeah, I didn't were mention in that. The, uh, in the I forget room, about that and part. And the, the, the midwife or whatever goes down to check Felicia and see if she's ready to start pushing. And we go, oh, she goes, oh, wow. Guys, everybody come look. And by that point, Felicia didn't care. So we all go down and look. And I was like, my first thought was like, oh, my God, your snatch is hairy. But it turned out it was the baby's head. It was not. Well, it wasn't even just that. My sister, the <laughs> midwife, was putting her finger in to see how and dilated. Stretch. Yeah, and stretch me. And my sister's all, <laughs> she's getting fingered. She's and they just start, sister. they start busting up and, laughing. And like, it's one of those laughs where it's like, as soon as the other person looks at you, you can't stop laughing. And the meanwhile, her, our, our sister is trying to push a baby out. Right. She, you can see it on her face. She's just getting pissed. Yeah, and I'm glaring like, I'm so at them, like, shut up. Like, shut up, she's going to kick us well, out. Well, and two, I didn't want any pictures taken um, of my downstairs, like, all above, and my sister kept trying to take... She tried, was trying to take videos. Yeah, she was trying to take pictures and videos, and so I was getting really irritated at the same time with that because I didn't want that to happen. Like, I get... Her thought process was, you're going to want these one day. Yeah. I still, I to this day, I don't want to fucking see that shit. The no. only person's vagina I've seen pu- almost push a baby out was Jasmine's, and I'm leaving it at that at this point. It was pretty gruesome. <laughs> oh, and but, Felicia was her first one, too. Like, she lost a good amount yeah, of blood. I, lost, I remember that. Yeah. And when she had her second, well, like, the, I had to tell the doctor. Well, in the that. first one, they were trying to fucking figure out where the blood was coming from because they thought that the um, placenta was stuck inside me or some of it didn't come out. Mm-hmm. I remember that. <laughs> Luckily, they ended up figuring it out and it was just extra gunk. Gunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I had my first one at 18. We've come a long way. She really has become my ride or die and my best friend, really. And She's a mini you, for sure. Her, my she's mini She's in her preteen years, guys. Yeah. And she is she's me. Felicia to the max. It's Honestly, I'm grateful for it. It's like my second little bestie. But it really is. And it's, it's too, it's like the quote that I've said before, like your mom putting it in like a bad way of like, oh, your daughter's going to be just like you. I hope she's just like you. No. Nope. Payback's a bitch. No, my it's... daughter is exactly yeah. like me and I'm <clears throat> so grateful for it because yeah. I get you to see fun. what she gets to have being me and like looking at my kid self and growing up and getting the parent she deserved. Mm-hmm. Anyways, backtrack to birth stories. I can go into Delaney's. That one was pretty simple as well. It was the yeah. same story pretty much. I Easy peasy lemon Was squeezy. supposed to have her the week before, got induced. Actually, this time they were like, oh, you can do it whenever you want. So I was like, mm, I'm going to be honest. I'm that person that wants them out as fast as I can get yeah. them out. I didn't want to wait. I didn't want to wait. So. And the anticipation of meeting. Anticipation of meeting. Anticipation? A meeting, yeah. Anticipation. Uh, yeah. I'm yeah. Really weird, but I said the anticipation, anticipation of meeting the person that you've been growing for nine, ten months, however long you were pregnant. Like, great. Right. Like you the just first wanna, one you with me, meet right? Them, you with Serenity, them. it was a lot more. Like I was just like ready, ready, ready. With yeah. Delaney, I was too, but. I think with Delaney's, though, I was in a lot more pain than I was with Serenity. You cried with Delaney, and it made yeah. me cry, because like, you didn't well, cry okay. with your first one. Serenity was only eight pounds and one ounce, which, yeah, that's a big fucking baby. But Delaney was only one ounce shy of being nine pounds mm-hmm. and ripped me. Yeah. I know. So, I remember they were trying to, like, sew you up, and it took them, like, quite a while 
to actually get you fully sewn up. Yeah. It was pretty intense. Was I thought my best friend was going to die, even though she was nowhere near death, guys. But, but when you see was... your best friend, like, bleeding a bunch, you're like, dude, you better fix my friend or I'm going to freaking rip but your this head one, off. Okay, but this one is a lot more. Okay, so my first one is a little, to me, emotionally traumatic because it was, for when I was a young kid, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And... There was a lot other things going, a lot of other things going on in that situation that weren't spoken of, really. Um, you don't know what to expect at all. Exactly. Um, and I was just obviously not prepared. Being, but, but I honestly, I think I fucking did. You did amazing. Like you, I knew what I needed to be for so her. So strong um, and so good, and you've been a strong mother ever since. And you're raising two amazing, beautiful little girls. They may be little turds at some point, but what kid isn't? Um, exactly. But with that one, it was a little bit more traumatic. With Delaney, though, honestly, that was probably where it made me grateful, you know, in the situation, the person that I had with me, not only you guys, Mm -hmm. but I had my loving husband that has been amazing. Which, let me interject really quick. Her husband is absolutely amazing, but watching him watch her give birth was so hard for me because he like went pale and like looked so scared he but wasn't was also talking to crying her. it wasn't what to yeah, say it was, and I was it was down a full there and I'm shock like, if you don't start telling her she's doing a good job and say something because he's just in shock he has yeah, no idea exactly. what to do what to say like he was supportive One, and like rubbing you I'm like I'm gonna kick you out of the way and I'm gonna start telling her right. get that baby out you got this bitch <laughs> right. you fucking got this but with it though too like and that's where I was going with it. It was actually kind of funny, though, with the whole situation, because even though he was in complete shock, like, the moment that Jasmine did step in and say that, he, like, instantly was ready, but he, like, didn't know how to feel, because, and let me put in the picture, too, Nick never wanted kids. No? He didn't want kids. So... I don't understand people not wanting kids. Not, not that there's a problem with not wanting kids, but, like, I I've do and I don't. to be a mom for so long. See, I do and I don't, and the reason why I can say that is because I have always, like, had that thought in my head, people should, some people should not be kids, so I get it because there are people in the well, world yeah, that really should not fucking be kids. But parents almost always end up being but, parents, and it yes, makes me you're want not to wrong. strangle them. You're not wrong. But then there's also some people out there that do it for that specific reason mm-hmm. because they know that they're too selfish. Well, yeah, and no, those are the people sense. I respect 100%. Yeah, that makes 100% like total sense. But like, I don't know. I get I get it from that point of view. But like I said, like I, not everyone has that maternal instinct. Not everyone right, wants exactly. to be a mom. But for me, it's just like all I could think was how. Life is would never be complete if you without didn't. Without a baby. Yeah. Without my kids. That's exactly like, how I am too. <laughs> That's why I didn't get it either. But he didn't want any kids. Um, his mom never thought that he, it's so funny because she comes to me all the time and she's like, uh, telling me about her car the other day and she's, I asked her if she had hooks in them because Delaney's almost to the age where she can wear a regular seatbelt. And, um, I was asking her if she had the things in there so we could buckle them down and she's like, yeah, you know, I never thought I was going to need any of those because I never thought Nick was going to want any kids. (laughs) Well, now he's got <laughs> I was one like, well, then, look what you got. Yeah, now uh, he's got one with you, and he's taken over with Serenity for the most part. And yeah. it's been absolutely amazing. You, obviously, like I said, but watching Nick become a dad to two beautiful girls and the way he interacts with them. And yeah. it's, he's They're a great amazing. dad. Both of them are amazing. <laughs> but um, we do get sidetracked a lot. I'm sure you guys have noticed from just the first two. Um, yeah. 
podcast, but with uh, the whole birth story with Delaney, hers was a lot more pain, a lot more good emotions, mm-hmm. um, and a lot more funny moments in it, too, that made it, like, where it was comfortable. I ended up letting my adopted mom, which is Jasmine's mom, in the room. Um, I never mentioned that. Jasmine mentioned that her dad, or my dad, ended up adopting her, kind of, and fuck, I ended up letting her in the room, Mm -hmm. Nick's mom in the room. Who else was in there? You? It was just Nick, me, your, uh, his mom, and my mom. Okay, that's all it was, okay. Yeah. Um, At first they weren't supposed to, the Yeah, no, it was just supposed to be in there, but my mom... I yeah. love you to death, but she bugged me into asking Felicia, and by that point, Felicia's like, dude, I don't fucking care. Like, well, just let them in. And, too, it was, I got to the point, too, it was kind of like the, my first birth when they finally, because I event, I didn't want them all to see my vagina at first and when I was having serenity, but then I eventually didn't give a crap, because, you know, some point when you you're just pushing, you just stop giving a fuck about anything, and you mm-hmm. just want that baby out of you, and you don't care about anything else. Mm-hmm. That's where I was. And it wasn't that I was uncomfortable. I actually didn't, like, it was no care in the world. Mm-hmm. It was, they can watch, yeah. they can see anything. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Get this fucking yeah. baby out of me. That's and... how I felt, too. Everyone was <laughs> like, because I was always so scared of, like, people seeing my coochie while I'm giving birth. And right. everyone's like, well, when you get pregnant and you go to all your, like, appointments, you're, they're, they're going to look at your vagina so many times that, like, you're not going to have a care in the world. Yep. I, you, fucking, let me tell you what, not one time did they look at my vagina, though. No. They never did a vaginal ultrasound. Oh, they so never much did different. a check. They had me, like, swab my own self. See, you know, it was like that with Delaney. It was not like that with Serenity. No, didn't I have, they do a vaginal I have a ultra, six ultrasound year... with me in there? Yeah. Yeah, I have a six-year difference between mm-hmm. my kids. So, my oldest... Totally different experiences, Totally different. Um, my oldest, I did the vaginal one um, because I said I was too early to get a stomach one. Mm-hmm. Um, which, and I don't know if that is something that they still do at some places. They do vaginal but, ones. Like, if you if you don't fill uh, up on, like... Because you're supposed to have a full bladder when you go in for right, ultrasound. Right, right, right. So I know that. if you don't have a full bladder and they can't get the proper image or, like, something's in the way, that's when they'll go in and do the vaginal ultrasound now. Because, oh, like, with okay. me, they didn't sense. have any reason to do the vaginal ultrasound. Right. Jensen was very... Up there. Very up there and very... Oh, I got a funny story. That made me think of it. Sorry. <laughs> a funny story of Serenity getting an ultrasound of her. But anyways, uh, so one time when I was, like, six weeks pregnant with Serenity, uh, I was living with my ex and his mom and family and everything at the time. And randomly woke up one morning having the worst cramps in the world, like, thinking I'm having a miscarriage, freaking out. And um, his mom kept asking me if I was bleeding at all, and I was like, no, I haven't bled, like, but I'm just freaking out. Like, I'm, this is the worst cramps I've ever had in my life. Like, it's not period cramps. Like, I'm, I've never felt this kind of pain before. So she's rushing me to the hospital. Like, we got there within, like, 10 minutes, which is normally, like, a 15-minute drive. Mm-hmm. And we get there... And I'm like, oh, I know where this is over, going. leaning over, in pain, antagonizing pain, and I'm like, oh. and his mom keeps going up to the front desk like, my daughter is having fucking, maybe having a miscarriage, and you guys are doing nothing, all this stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, I don't feel good, so I go to the bathroom, and then I end up realizing, and TMI. I really had a shit. You're full of shit. Literally. Literally full of fucking shit. 
And I realized after that I was fine. But we were still at the thing, and I wanted to check just in case because it it, it still freaked me out, right? So I was like, I'm staying. I don't want to leave, but the pain's not there anymore. Um, So we finally went to the back, and they took an ultrasound just to make sure because they knew I wasn't bleeding. They wanted to make sure everything was good. And they pull Serenity up on the thing, and they start laughing, and I'm like, what? What's going on? They turn it towards me, and Serenity's little tiny body looks like a little tiny alien in my stomach just flutter jumping in my (laughs) stomach like literally looks like she's just jumping around like hey mom you got the shit out of you You, I'm not cramped no more (laughs) that is a good one oh that was pretty great but I'll let you get into your story oh god where do I even begin So my pregnancy in general was really smooth, really easy. Um, I probably puked like once or at least once every day, but it was always right when I woke up and it was like, just like stomach acid or like foam, you know, like acid reflux. Um, So that was super easy. So I go into labor at like one in the morning and I wake, I go to wake my husband up and I'm like, babe, I think I'm in labor. And he's like, you think you're in labor. Why'd you wake me up if you don't know? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You wouldn't wake your ass up. I'm literally sitting on all fours, rocking back and forth. Ooh. Ooh. And it just hit me like a fucking train. So we call my doctors and they um, diverted me to another hospital because they didn't have enough staff for me to give birth that night. They were too busy. So we go. She's messaging me. Hey, be ready just in case. I know. And I I think I called you a couple times and you didn't answer at first. So I was about to get pissed. I'm like, if this bitch misses my birth, Like she, I wasn't. I was Nick. Answer. Yeah, I called your husband, and uh, our husband. Little our husband number two. (laughs) Uh, Backstory: I uh, didn't. uh, I had to break the news to my mom that she wasn't allowed in the in the room when I was giving birth because this is like right after post COVID. So I had always promised Felicia, and she's my biggest support person in my life, that she and my husband would be the two people that I had in the room because that's all they would allow. Um. So we get to the hospital by like three in the morning and I'm like in the most agonizing pain and I have a high pain tolerance. So for me, I was like mind fucked that it was so bad and I almost refused the wheelchair to get up to the birthing center and I'm so glad I didn't because I, I could barely walk. I was waddling my ass into the hospital and then they're sitting there like asking me questions, like checking me in and all I could think is like, get me in a fucking room, get this fucking baby out of me. I'm going, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna die. My asshole's on fire. Yeah. All right. And so I get in there into the triage room and I sit down on the bed and I look at the nurse and I'm like, can I please stand up? Can I please stand up? Like, I'm in so much pain, like yeah. sitting down, can I stand up? And she's like, you're in that much pain. Like, I need to double check you to see how dilated you are. It sounds like you're having the baby. And I'm like, right now? Like, right now, I'm going to pop this motherfucker out. (laughs) Um, So she checks my cervix. I'm five centimeters dilated. They instantly get me into the birthing room. um, And they give me my epidural as soon as they can. And it kind of worked for a little bit, and I kept pushing the button, but I was in so much pain. They had to have the anesthesiologist come back in and give me um, more so they gave me my epidural. They had to give me even more. They had they had the anesthesiologist come back in. Well, give didn't me they more. have to give you another one? Didn't they have to take it out and give you a new no. one? No. Oh wait, I I'll they did that with the, me. Yeah, no. I'll tell you about what happened with my epidural. Though, no, I, I remember. There. Yeah. So um, <laughs> he gives me more medication and it kind of like calms down for a little bit. And then I think they gave me pitocin. And when they gave me the pitocin, my contractions went from like two minutes apart to like fifteen. Was 16 this when you were already apart. in the back? 
when I left. No, this is while you were there. Remember when I kept passing out? I yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. So in I the wasn't sure if they gave that to you then. Okay. Yeah, so in the beginning, I I asked them. I was like, oh, well, does anyone ever pass out from the pain? And they're like, yeah. oh, no, they don't. Dumbasses. Um, I'm sorry. It's not true. Yeah. We made it a point. Or not we. She made it a point that night that it was possible. Yeah, like, and I asked them, and they said, no, that doesn't happen. Well, I literally was, like, in and out of consciousness. Like, I was passing out. No, it was literally going. They would tell her to, we were in the middle of her pushing, mm-hmm. and me and Justin, Justin on one leg, me on the other leg, I'm trying to tell her, come on, push, come on, push, and then she's, literally, they tell her to stop pushing and just relax, because it wasn't going anywhere, and she'd literally just pass out. Yeah, and I was, like, puking the whole time, too, like, puking up water. I told them, which is in my charts, like, I'm hypoglycemic, I haven't eaten since yesterday at, like, five o'clock in the afternoon, and in the evening, and at this point, it is like, I started pushing at 1.30 the next day on March 17th, and so I hadn't eaten since the 16th. A.M., 1.30 No, I started pushing at 1.30 p.m. Oh, yeah, we yeah. got there at 1. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I got there at 3. So I started pushing at, like, 1.30, and I'm, like, so freaking hungry, and I'm puking up all the water and the apple juice and, like, all this stuff. I keep passing out. I'm in so much pain. <clears throat> and, uh, <coughs> excuse me, I ended up pushing for six hours and you could see my son's head like the whole freaking time whole like you could it. see it and he just was not coming out he was being so stubborn and I don't think out of anybody that I've ever heard another story where someone um has pushed for more than like maybe three hours max so if you guys have anything to like tell me your crazy birth stories let me know if anyone else has pushed that long right. Brittany um, has that is true crazy. but she's the Hers only was person similar her experience with Ivy was similar to yeah. yours. So after six hours, um, I ended up developing preeclampsia, gestational hypertension. Um, my son's heart rate had started to drop, so they brought in the surgeon and told, were giving me options. They wanted to put the prong in his head to monitor his heart rate because <clears throat> it measured more accurately. <clears throat> accurately. And I told them, no, like, you're not putting that in my son's head. And the surgeon laughed at me, basically. Yeah. And was like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. And then they told me, well, the next step is we would vacuum his head out. And they told us there was potential for a brain bleed. So my husband and I were like, no, that's not an option. Because they even said, like, if that doesn't work, you're going to go straight to a C-section. And your C-section is your last option that you can do. So my husband and I decided to do a C-section because it was for the best like health of the child and I didn't want to keep pushing. Um, my surgeon was a complete asshole. She made comments about my maternal instincts and if I had better ones, basically well, I could and keep the, pushing. The and... whole point to it, too, is <clears throat> they wanted to... It wasn't even just the just keep pushing. There was no effort and she... Or, let me... How do I rephrase that? Jasmine was so fucking tired, literally passing out in between each and push. And my son's heart rate was dropping. His he heart was rate was stress. dropping. There was so much going on, and the nurse can't or the surgeon came in there being a complete dick. She was a bitch. She yeah. literally made me cry. She made me feel like I was making the wrong decision. Like I was. She made me continue to push so that she could see where I was. And when I told her I'm only pushing for you like one time, she goes, "Oh, you're right there. You can do this." So then my midwife and my nurse jump in, and they're like, "She's been at this for six hours, and he he's hasn't moved a moved. centimeter." Yep. And in the beginning of this, like I dilated so fast, they thought I would have him by noon, mm-hmm. and I didn't even start pushing till one thirty. <clears throat> so we opt in for the C-section, and they get me in the back. Um, 
they start the C-section and I could feel them cutting me open. And so they had to give me even more medication. Uh, they maxed me out on everything they could. They ended up giving me lidocaine injections inside of my incision site because I was still feeling them cut. Like you're supposed to feel pressure with a C-section, but I felt them cutting me open. Um, and so they maxed me out on that. They almost had to put me to sleep. On top of that, uh, I lost about almost two liters of blood during my c-section and then i also quit breathing a few times at the end of my c-section and all i can remember like after that was like waking up to my anesthesiologist and my husband being like jasmine you need to breathe you need to breathe and it's like so so traumatizing hearing that like and coming back too and then it was just absolutely like insane like it was horrible and then my recovery i was in the hospital for like six days afterwards because i had intense bruising on my by my incision and on my whole vacucci okay like i couldn't close my legs my cooch was like like looked like a gnarly ass yeah, blood blister so they bad. kept me for a sixth day and did an ultrasound to see if i had any internal bleeding and luckily i didn't yeah uh and so that was uh that was my birth story and uh next time fucking crazy yeah, next, next time, time we're opting in for a c-section a scheduled c-section yeah. i will not go through labor again and i only think my c-section was so bad because i had pushed for six hours so yeah. my body was underwent it? vaginal birth uh, internal vaginal birth trauma and a c-section trauma because he was already partially through my cervix yeah. and they had to rip him back out of my cervix yeah and he came out perfectly healthy, perfectly happy. One of biased so opinion, one beautiful. of the cutest newborns I've ever seen. Um, and yeah, yeah, pretty fucking cute. But yeah, that shit, I couldn't imagine. No, and I was so sad. Like honestly, through all of this, like I think one of the things I was the most sad about was that Felicia didn't get to actually watch her give birth. I was so pissed. I'm like, I got to see both of her babies. And I know. I was so sad there. when I had to leave. I was like, <laughs> well. I gotta go. And then I left the room and I like went and told everybody that they needed to leave because I was super butthurt and I don't want anybody to stay because I can't stay. Yeah. I mean, you could have stayed, but it would have been kind of pointless. Like, I was down for the 10 hours till. Yeah. And after I had him too, like, I passed out again and came to in the recovery room. And my original decision and birth plan was to breastfeed him at first. And then I. I told them I'm not going to breastfeed him because I was too scared that, like... Well, and she was too tired. Well, yeah, and I was, thought I was going to pass out yeah. holding him, so I said, oh, give him donor milk. Well, then when they brought the donor milk back in, like, I had actually fully came back to consciousness and was completely fine, so I ended up breastfeeding him, and luckily, um, he latched right away. Right after that, like, my... He lost more than 10% of his body weight because my milk wasn't fully in. They had me pumping, but then it came in by day three, and... And she's been doing phenomenal yeah. with it. He's only breastfed. He there's nothing wrong. I don't see a problem with bottle feeding, breastfeeding, formula feeding, no, none nothing. of that. But, but you're do doing think, phenomenal. Thank you. I do think if I I never had postpartum, but I do think like if I couldn't have breastfed my child, like I think that's where I would have gotten postpartum because that was there something, is a connection with yeah. you too. Yeah, I get that because I didn't breastfeed with Serenity where I did with Delaney and I. There was a different bond with us where I did I did still do 
like skin to skin, all the other things that you could do, but I didn't breastfeed with mm. her, whereas I did with Delaney. So I get where you're coming from. Yeah. But exactly, like I did not, no judgment here at all because fuck, I couldn't even breastfeed for that long either. Mm-hmm. I had to go to back to fucking yeah. bottle feeding with Delaney. Yeah. So it's rough. And I don't know if you guys know, but after you get a C section, they don't let you walk for a little bit. Yeah. And when they finally got me up to walk, I the only thing I could think to like compare it to is like. Well, they the always say when someone's like, in a coma, like, you have to retrain your muscles and, like, they have a hard time walking. They got me out of bed and I thought I was just going to fall over. Yeah. So, for, like, the first four days of me being in the hospital, I didn't change a diaper once. I didn't clean my breast pump parts. I didn't do any of that. My husband changed every diaper like a trooper. He did absolutely You're everything for me. You're an amazing person, Justin. He if is, you ever listen to this. <laughs> I don't know if he will. So, yeah, he... Treated me like a queen, as you should. I'm your baby mama. Yeah. Um, yes, queen. <laughs> but he did absolutely everything for me and, like, got me food, helped me with absolutely everything, supported me, um, and watching him become a father and, like, seeing him with our son, like, I think you fall in love with your partner in a totally different way. Totally different. Like, it's just watching them with such a tiny little human and, like, the compassion and the care that they have for them, like... Of course, I love my husband Husband before this, but, like, afterwards, it was just... It's different, though. Yeah. It's a different type of love that you can't compare to anything else. Because it's before... <laughs> <laughs> but it's also, too, like, with Nick, I fucking, like I said, the moment... Even though he was, like she said, dazed and didn't know what the fuck was in going shock. on. Oh, and another part of the story that I have to bring in there, it was super fucking hilarious, because when they pulled out my, um, placenta, well, the placenta. Oh, yeah. He's like, are those gizzards? I forgot <laughs> about that. Good freaking lord, Nick. Watching and the, him and the oh. doctor looking at him like, what the fuck did he just gizzards? say? <laughs> yeah, you want to take him home, cook it up, and eat it? But, yeah, watching him, though be a dad has made me love him so much more than I ever anticipated. Like, I will always love him. It's just a different kind of love. Yeah. And it's like, like you said, it kind of completes you in a different way. And and he's such a good dad now, too. too. Like, he's great. He loves Jensen, and I get to watch him, like, every time he comes home from work, like, my son just looks at him and just gets, like, the biggest smile on his face. And uh, I think this weekend, actually, is the first time I've been without his dad uh he's in another state for a funeral um unfortunately but Jensen and I miss him so much and it's so weird like I feel like I'm getting a taste into the single parent life and it's not like it's rough it ain't for the week guys but I lost where I was going with my conversation my brain does that a lot ADHD baby yeah I look at one thing and I'm like eh. anyways I definitely seeing Nick's been a fucking whirlwind of emotions watching him be a dad honestly i've had two different experiences and this one is definitely when watching him take on your oldest as basically like his other child the thing yeah exactly he's stepped up in places that i never expected him to where he never had to and where like a lot of people say that like they say the stepdad does that stepmom does that and that I think it's so amazing when step parents when you get that extra person but nick is really taken on a role that he really didn't have to and has Mm -hmm. put himself in a spot where a lot of the times it can be uncomfortable a lot of the times where I am always trying to make it work for every situation at both ends 
but he really has become like another dad to my oldest and and their relationship is beautiful it is like he does things with her like he'll take her on a trip with just like them and your uncle well, and they've like gone go. hunting yeah. yeah they've gone hunting together um he'll take her on bike rides by themselves he's been doing that since she was like he taught her how to ride a bike mm-hmm. there's just so much and he takes her on camping trips with the boys and he he's heard everything like, yeah he does all the yeah. dad things and i'm so grateful for it because she needed that mm-hmm. in the times that we were in and he's fucking phenomenal with delaney and always has been and that's one thing i can always say i can't say he's horrible at i can our men may be pain in the ass yeah i can they say they're pain fathers. in the ass but he's a fucking phenomenal mm-hmm. father and i think that is one of the biggest reasons why i am so in love with him why i did mm-hmm. marry him and i'll be honest about that i needed to have somebody that mm-hmm. was going to be a good parent yeah see another thing to add to that too like we're talking about how our relationships and watching them become parents made us love them so much more but i'm not gonna lie when i was pregnant like my hormones I loved my husband, but I didn't want <laughs> anything to do with him. See, I didn't want him to touch like me. That. I didn't want to be intimate. I wanted like, like I just wanted to be not. Okay, so I will touched. say with Serenity, mine was like that. I think though that one I was so new to the experience, I didn't like whatever. But the second one, the only time I didn't want to be touched at all was at the ending. It was only because I was in so much pain. Uncomfortable, yeah. But with Delaney, I Nick kept going around going nope. I got lucky. She's not a bitch. She don't have all those hormones like everybody says with a pregnant mm-hmm. person. She isn't this. She isn't mm-hmm. that. And I'm See, like... I wasn't a bitch or anything. I just didn't like any form of physical affection. Right, right. Like, no. Which, and that's okay. You're yeah. not a bitch for not wanting no. that. And that's it's the just thing. Those I think hormones. Like, right. It changes the way you are and, like, that's the way it is. Right. And I know it upset my husband a lot and, like... But it's also like... He understood. Exactly. He understood. I think it just sometimes... It's a normal thing to be like, oh, you're with somebody. You want to be able to put your hand on their leg or whatever. And of course, it's all consensual, but it's also at the same time when I don't want to fucking be touched, don't fucking touch me. And that's okay, too. Yeah, it's like I'm fat and pregnant. I don't want to show you my butthole, Justin. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, But yeah, so that was... That was fun. Birthing a child is not... For the week. Not even a chance. Um, and, like, I, for those of you moms out there that go the all-natural route, like, I 100% you guys are give you kudos. Champs. Like, I don't think... I, that was another thing, is I... When they asked me, when I got into the hospital, what my pain man- management was, I said I wanted an epidural, but do not give me fentanyl. No, I remember. I get my epidural, and I look back, and it says fentanyl on my epidural bag, no. and I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Oh, that was the other thing. My epidural was ripping out of my spine. And I told them, like, hey, I think my epidural is coming out. I remember out. that because they told me about yeah, it. Yeah, and they were like, oh, it, re- it's it's taped in. And I'm like, okay. I put my hand back there and I pulled out and there's blood. Yeah. Because it was ripping out. I remember that. That's what positions. it was. But, yeah, that was pretty intense. And I thought the epidural was going to be the worst part of giving birth. And actually, like, that was probably the easiest and the smoothest. I will say with me... The epidural, I fucking hate it because I hate needles just in general. Getting stabbed in the back when you're at that weird-ass angle and you have a huge-ass lump on your stomach, not comfortable at all. Um, but I will say that it definitely isn't the worst. You going to give Uncle Nick a high five? 
My son just learned how to high five. And well, and Uncle Nick me. keeps coming in to interrupt, which is okay. Love you guys. Love you too. Uncle Daddy, we should say. Yeah. Well, funny story. So, uh, back way when, before Jasmine got pregnant with Jensen, we... uh, I adopted Nick as my second husband. Well, it all started as this. We were... Get out of here. We were a couple. Anyways, it all started out as this. We were camping, and she accidentally called Nick babe. And... My husband wasn't there. Yeah. And, uh... So she started calling him babe, and then so the next time we went camping, and or she continued to just keep doing it because it was funny, babe. and we just kept going on with babe. it, and then the next time we went camping, I just started calling Justin babe because she was doing yeah. it to Nick, so we all just were like, well, I guess we're getting married. Well, yeah, I, I told Nick that he was my second husband because, or boyfriend number two, originally, yeah, boyfriend we number two, married, yeah. because my husband wasn't at, or my boyfriend at the time, wasn't at uh, the camping trip with us. So I needed someone to do all the normal things that my man would have done. Yep. And luckily, your man was there, and you're my best friend, now mm-hmm. my other wifey. Yep. Uh, so Nick became my husband number two, and vice versa with Felicia and my husband. You know, that and makes us a little incest. We're not only best friends, we're sisters, but we're also wives. We're not sisters by blood, though. So. No, not by blood. But uh, <laughs> If you guys have listened, we adopted, we adopted each other's parents. Yeah. Yep. Well, um... Well... I think that's a pretty good... Yeah, but uh, we do also want to bring up, too, um, if you guys would like to, uh, you guys can always send us in um, any stories you guys do want us to share for you guys. Um, you can send them to our email, which is momsenseunleashed at gmail.com. Um, also as well as that, um, if you guys would like to, us to share your birth stories or if you guys ever do want to come on our podcast, mm-hmm. you can always email us at that, um, email address as well. Or even if you just have any questions about our stories that you want us to answer for you or clarify anything, um, or maybe even go into more detail cause we kind of, my brain specifically jumps around, around. Yeah. a lot and I suck at staying in one place mm-hmm. and I, yeah, ADHD it's great yeah and uh, i don't take medication for it so you guys are gonna hear a lot of that and that's why i mean i think it's pretty fucking great and funny Mm -hmm. i'm glad that we both have it so that we can like (laughs) help each other out sometimes but also sidetrack each other a lot oh yeah but that's all good it still works out in the end uh but anyways um yeah definitely go ahead and leave some questions for us if you guys want to um if you guys do want to support us because that would be so fabulous of you guys we need some new equipment we would like to i mean of course we're gonna put our own money into this um so that we can go somewhere with it but if you guys do want to support us and help uh some single or not single moms we're not single moms (laughs) some broke ass bitch moms (laughs) out you guys can there's a link when you go on to our podcast and you can donate there and then also just supporting us in general by sharing us is a big Mm -hmm. thing too um we are going to start getting into making other like sidelines of our mm-hmm. podcast that we're gonna Some more put exclusive out exclusive stuff like yeah you're gonna have to pay probably a very small amount at right. this point just to like kind of start getting that up and going and getting us money yeah. to support our podcast and get money for new like you said new equipment so that we can better our sound system we can better all this stuff and then more eventually stuff, yeah, yeah we'll want to be posting videos as well yes 
so there's going to be that and we will go we will probably put out some of the exclusive stuff and like let you guys know what we're going to be talking about in that but we're not going to go into detail that yeah. way you guys do know um if you guys want to know a little sneak peek mm-hmm. um we do plan on some of them being more in detail conversations about things mm-hmm. um being more open about it and not caring mm-hmm. a little bit more which disclaimer some of those ones are probably going to be uh where some of our family members or just people we know may be offended um, offended but we're not trying to offend anybody like we all have our truths we all have stuff we need to say and get out there and um we do apologize if right. it does upset you or it hurts you but there are some things that we there are stories and right. they're not pretty well, and like, life is like pretty. in our um bio we aren't here for the drama we are here to heal ourselves um and this is kind of like how we've decided to go about it um sharing our stories is definitely one way that actually does help with a lot of trauma and so we also wanted to do that and hopefully maybe help other people out too like we've said other than that thanks for listening guys yeah thank Mm. you for listening and And thank you all that coming back this one may not be as funny i mean i don't know but well that wasn't the the whole point of the podcast was all of it right getting to know us it kind of was all over the place but anyways love you guys love you thank you for coming to mom's and suddenly mom's and suddenly do 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 do